Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you all for chiming in. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To the moment of deliverance. Glory to God. This is your host and founder, Apostle Dr. Myrtle Johnson, coming to you by way of podcast. Thank you for chiming in, whether you're driving down your road in your vehicle, whether you're in your office listening right now, whether you are at home with your feet propped up, glory to God. Just wanted to encourage you on this moment, glory to God. The topic for this evening's discussion is guarding your heart guarding your heart the book of proverbs chapter number four verse number 23 says keep thy heart with diligence for out of it flows the issues of life psalm 119 and 11 says hide thy word in your heart that you may not sin against god when we think about guarding your heart Oftentimes we will come up with that question, what are the issues that is causing our heart to feel some kind of way? The heart can be filled with all sorts of issues from common problems to crisis situation, money issues, relationship issues, job issues, disability circumstances, coping with grief or loss, self-esteem, Jealousy, enviousness, strife, unforgiveness, anger, bitterness. We know that the heart is the central housing unit that pumps blood throughout the body. But it is also that place that sustains life and it gives life. Yet it is also the place where bondage originates in an individual. I want to give you a couple of points on tonight about guarding your heart. The Bible charges us to guard our heart so that we won't depart from God. When common problems come up, when crisis situations occur, whether it's money issues, relationship issues, job issues, disability issues, coping with issues, if we're not careful, It will cause us to depart from God, depart from the ways of God. That heart is the place where your emotions originate. Life's events, things that you go through, those things that we deal with in life, those are those things that we need to constantly keep before God. Place those issues on the altar daily. The Bible charges us to cast our burdens on Him. Because he cares for us. In the book of Proverbs 4 and 23, when Solomon was talking about keep your heart with diligence, that means we have to guard it with everything that we have within us. Otherwise, the issues, those things, those cares, those weights, those concerns, those things that we deal with will begin to flow from our heart. Proverbs 12, 25 says, Anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down anxiety is a feeling of of giddiness it's a feeling where you may be anxious for something you may be anxious for your situation to change you may be anxious for doors to open in your life that is that place where your heart becomes weighted down where your heart becomes burdened down issues in the heart 
will not and cannot be concealed. Out of the out of the heart, after a period of time, those issues that are hidden will begin to come out. Whether they come out in our actions with anger, bitterness, short-temperedness, waywardness, they're going to come out in our walk, how we walk with God, how we walk with each other, glory to God, and how we talk. The way that we talk is going to be a reflection of what's in our heart. So if animosity is in your heart, if anger is in your heart, if fear is in your heart, if rejection is in your heart, if bitterness is in your heart, eventually it's going to come out. Regardless of how much we say that those things may not be there, after a period of time, after continued chipping away, it's going to flow out. It's going to somehow come out and it will be seen. We know that the Bible talked about David, who was a man after God's own heart. To have a heart which pleases God, we have to have some attributes like what David had. David was a man that had many things that were before him. He had much blood on his hand. His heart was heavy at different times. But David had some principles down that were keep him in the presence of God. They kept him connected to God. They kept him in right relationship with God. He guarded his heart through it all. We must stay postured in worship. In spite of how our heart may feel, we still have to give God our best praise. Glory to God. Outside of giving God what is best, what is due His name, that means that we're shortchanging God. We must denounce pride, say that, oh, that's not me. Many will hear this teaching and say, oh, that, that's not for me. But on the inside, that hurt and that pain is still there. That anxiety and that fear is still there. That grief is still there. Whatever that feeling may be that's in your heart, it is still there. Then we have to go before God and repent daily. It's a daily walk with God. And sometimes these issues that arise in your heart will separate you from God. Don't stay in that place of unforgiveness. Harboring unforgiveness in your heart will keep you in a place that hinders the hand of God moving in your life. Release whatever it is that is in your heart, that bitterness, release it unto the Lord. That unforgiveness, release it. That rejection, that pain, release it and let it go. And once God take it away from you, once you cast it on him, once you give it to him, don't go back and pick it up and leave it there and allow God to heal you everywhere that you hurt. Don't be afraid to ask someone to pray with you, agree with you in prayer. The Bible says one can put a thousand to fight, two, ten thousand. So when you just get someone to just touch and agree with you, he said, any two come together and touch and agree on anything on earth it shall be done for them by the father which is in heaven on tonight ask God to heal your heart ask God to take away the hurt ask God to take away the pain just give it all to God on tonight just give it all to him and then leave it there David knew how 
not to allow his shortcomings to keep him from God. He knew how not to let his disappointments keep him from God. He knew how not to allow the pain that he was feeling keep him from God. So on tonight, if you're listening tonight, maybe day time when you're listening, the Lord has said, let me deal with the issues that are in your heart. Anything that would stop your healing from coming forth, God said, let me deal with it right where you're at. Your breakthrough, anything that would hinder your breakthrough from manifesting, let God deal with it wherever you are right now. Anything that would stop you from walking in your purpose, let God deal with it right where you are. Release it to God wherever you hurt. Let God deal with it and let him clean you up. Don't keep putting band-aids on the hurt and the pain. And deep down underneath the, the wound is still there and it still bleeds. But guard your heart from those things. Don't allow the enemy to cause how you feel in your heart to block you from getting to him. When your heart is right with God, it's going to be a reflection in you. It's going to be a reflection in your life. There's going to be manifestations in your life. I charge each and every listener, let God heal your heart. And then once God heal your heart, guard your heart. Don't allow that pain to creep back in. Don't allow that hurt to creep back in. But give it all to God and allow the Holy Ghost to seal your healing that God give unto you. That your life can bear fruit. That you are a child of the risen Savior. I want to leave you on tonight with Galatians chapter 5 verse 22 and 23. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit, but the fruit of the Spirit. Because when your heart is guarded, when your heart is in the right place with God, you're going to bear good fruit. When people see you, they're going to see good fruit coming from your tree because your heart is right with God. And that fruit of the Spirit that I'm talking about on tonight is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. Glory to God. Just want to encourage you on tonight. Don't become a victim of your circumstances because of issues of the heart. But instead, you become the victim and take authority over those things that try to creep into your heart. They'll try to cause your heart to be separated from God. Guard your heart. Guard the anointing that God placed on your life. Guard it with the word of God. Guard it with the Holy Spirit. Guard it with the blood of Jesus. And as you do that, you will bear much fruit. Glory to God. I just want to thank you for chiming in to the moment of deliverance. Glory to God. With your host and founder, Apostle Dr. Myrtle Johnson of Free in Christ International Women's Fellowship. Glory to God. Where our overseer is Apostle Keith Johnson. Grace and Mercy Outreach Ministries. We are located at 6701 Cold Harbor Road in Mechanicsville, Virginia. We are also the 
Apostolic Overseers and Founders of Kingdom Advance Network of Apostolic Council, where we oversee ministries and churches all around the world. Spread the word, spread the gospel of Jesus Christ with someone that may not have an opportunity to know him. Someone that may not have an opportunity to actually go into a church house. But share this podcast that someone's life can be changed. You never know. Someone may hear this word and come run and ask him, what must they do in order to be saved? They may want to guard their heart against whatever it may be that's stopping them from coming to Christ. Hashtag and share. Glory to God. Meet me right here on podcast weekly on Tuesdays and on Thursdays. Until next time, you all do be blessed. Good evening, good evening, good evening, everyone. Welcome to the moment of deliverance. Glory to God. This is your host and founder, Apostle Dr. Myrtle Johnson, coming to you by way of podcast. Welcome. Thank you for joining in, whether you are driving down the road in your vehicle, whether you are at home with your feet propped up, whether you are in your office working diligently. Welcome. As we talk on this evening regarding that there is power in prayer. How many of you all out there that are listening spend that adequate time on a daily consistent basis with God in prayer? A lot of times people say that they don't pray because they don't know how to pray, yet there is so much power that is in prayer. Once you can master the art of prayer, you can get to God Anytime you want to get to him, regardless of where you are, where you find yourself at, regardless of the situation that you may be facing, regardless of what you may be going through, prayer is actually the simplest form of ministry that there is unto God. Yet it is one of the most neglected ministries because people oftentimes will say, well, I don't know how to pray. I don't know what to say or that they get a mental block when they go to pray or when they go to talk to God. So when I say on tonight that there is power in prayer, I want to break this down so that every listener can get something out of it and they will leave away knowing that it is important to pray because when you pray you can't expect a miracle from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ where there is much prayer there is much power where there is some prayer there is some power where there is little prayer there is little power where there is no prayer there is no power so then what exactly does power mean power is indicative of might It's indicative of strength. It is indicative of force. When we think about power, according to the word of God, there is a Hebrew word, which is dunamis and exousia, which simply means authority. God has given every believer authority to communicate with him and to fellowship with him that you can get into his presence simply by just having a conversation with the Lord. One may say, well, what exactly is prayer prayer simply is interacting talking to and communicating with god it is a means of changing a situation for the better it is a means of bringing an answer from heaven down here to earth 
There are four basic types of prayer depending on what the need may be. There is the prayer of adoration, which simply means that you're praising God. Then there's contrition, which is asking for God's forgiveness. There is petition, where you're asking God for a favor. And then there is thanksgiving, which is showing God gratitude simply for who he is. I want to give you all a nugget that will really, really, really bless your life once you get this down packed in your spirit. That praying in the name of Jesus causes advancement in the kingdom of God. It causes answers to be to be released. I'm going to take you on tonight to the book of Matthew chapter number 6. And I'm going to begin reading for you in verse number 9. Now, this was Jesus talking to his disciples. And he said, After this manner, therefore ye, pray ye, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. See that word power right there in the model prayer that Jesus was given unto the disciples. The disciples also too oftentimes got to a point in their walk with God where they began to get weary. But the father had to remind them that man have to always pray glory to God. When we think about the model prayer, of course, that was Jesus and he was talking to his disciples and he oftentimes shared with them the importance of praying. We often think of the Lord's prayer as Jesus' model prayer, but he shared much more about prayer with his disciples. In the book of John 16 and 24, it says, Until now you have not asked for anything in my name. Ask and you will receive and your joy will be complete. Jesus told the disciples, Until now you haven't asked me for anything in my name. We can ask for many things, but we don't say in the name of Jesus. It is not as though the disciples had not learned to pray before this, but Jesus modeled prayer for them to regularly be in commune with him. In the book of Matthew 6 and 7, he told his disciples, Do not pray like the pagans with endless babbling. 1 Thessalonians 5 16 through 18, he says, pray without ceasing. Matthew 6, 5 through 15, that's where he gave the Lord, the disciples prayer, the Lord's prayer. The father knows what need you have even before you ask him of it. Matthew 26 and 41 lets us know that watch and pray regarding temptation. He also encourages us to go into that secret private place and to seek him and he will reward us openly. Also in the book of Mark 11 and 24, he said, pray believing that God hear you. And when you pray believing that God hear you, he will answer you. But there is so much that is revealed unto us in the Lord's prayer. There are so many elements So on tonight, I'm going to give you what those elements are. First, it starts out giving 
reference to having a relationship with God by saying our father which art in heaven is recognizing that he is the authoritative one he is the supreme being hallowed be thy name is adoration of who he is that's that's a sign of loving on God when you go into prayer when he say thy kingdom come that is anticipation of receiving an answer from him Thy will be done is consecrating. That is saying, God, whatever it is that you desire, let it be so. In earth, that is the universality of God saying that he is the supreme one in the earth realm. Glory to God. As it is in heaven is conformity. That's why he said, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And even in quoting the Lord's Prayer, it is conforming even our petition unto that of which one is in heaven. It says, as it is in heaven, that's that conformity. Give us that supplication, saying, Lord, we are in the need. Give us. And then it says, this day is the definiteness of God. Our daily bread is the necessity of the need of the prayer. And forgive us that is penitence of saying we stand in a place of repentance unto you, Lord. Our debts, that's the obligations, the element of obligation is referenced right there. As we forgive, that is having forgiveness in our heart. Our debtors, that is showing love and mercy you have to be able to show love and mercy to those who have sinned against you and lead us that is asking God to guide us not into temptation that is that protective shield that goes up in prayer but deliver us deliverance is a sign of salvation from evil that is the righteousness of God in effect For thine is the kingdom. That is having faith that even though we may not see what we're praying for yet, we know that because he is God, he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. And the power, that's that sign of being humility, being humble before God, coming into agreement with whatever God's will is concerning the situation that you are communicating with him about. And the power. That's reverence, letting him know that you got all might, you got all strength, you got all force, all of it is in your hand. And the glory that is reverencing that he is Lord, he is King, he is Master, glory be to God. Forever, that is putting on the the attribute of without time or timelessness. Because we can't put a time frame on when God is going to answer. But we know that he's going to answer according to his divine will. And then to say, amen, that is affirmation that God is going to answer the prayer. That it is so. I want to encourage you all on tonight. Don't neglect the ministry of prayer. Whenever you need 
to reach up to God and to get an answer from heaven. I encourage every believer that is listening under the sound of my voice to begin to seek the Lord in prayer. If you don't know what to pray, pray the Lord's prayer back to him. Start out by saying, our father, which art in heaven, God, I don't know what I even ought to be praying for right now. But Father, in the name of Jesus, I know that if I come boldly to the throne of grace, that you will hear my prayer and that you will answer me according to your divine will. When you add on to it in the name of Jesus, you are infusing your prayers with power. You are giving Jesus Christ the the um, the the um, the go. And to answer according to whatever his will may be concerning that thing. I also want to encourage the believers that are listening on tonight. As we think about how to pray and what we ought to be praying for and knowing that there is power in prayer. When you pray and seek the face of God, he's going to come through and he's going to answer for you. Give God back his word. Even when you are praying Give God back what the scriptures say. When you give God back the scriptures, you know that God will respond to his word. Glory to God. I want to encourage you all. If you are not regularly in prayer, start out with something small. Start out reverencing God when you first get up in the morning. Father, I thank you. Not just when you need something, not just when you want something, but develop that relationship with God that you can communicate and talk to him in prayer. Regardless of where you are, you can pray at any time. No one can stop you from praying. There are many different positions of prayer, which I will come back on another day and talk to you about the positions of prayer to be able to get your prayers answered from the Lord. But on tonight, I just wanted to let you know that God is able to meet you right where you need to be met. In spite of what you may be dealing with even right now, when you fall down on your knees and begin to pray and talk to God about it, he will come by and see about you. And just like the scripture said that I read earlier, go into your secret place and pray and the Lord will reward you openly. Jesus told them in the upper room that a radical change was coming in regard to the model prayer. In John 16, 23, he said, I tell you the truth. My father will give you whatever you ask in my name. Why will the father give us what we ask in the name of Jesus? The answer is simple enough. He will do this if and when we are engaged in fulfilling the mission that Jesus gave us. If we return to an earlier moment in that evening, when Jesus was discussing the vine and the branches, we will clearly understand why. You did not choose me, but I chose you and I appointed you to go and bear fruit. Fruit that was last, that will last. Then the Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. And even with that model prayer, the process by which the Father will give us what we ask is directly linked to our appointment to go and bear fruit. The Father will give us what we need in order to accomplish His primary task of bearing fruit that will last for the kingdom of God. He will answer our prayers when we pray in the name of Jesus because at that point we are fulfilling 
Jesus's mission to help complete the purchase of people for God from every language and every tribe, every people and every nation. I want to encourage you on tonight. Start praying. Start developing that relationship with God through prayer and watch God step in to the midst of your situations and intervene on your behalf. There is power in prayer. I want to leave you with what I started out with. Remember, where there is much prayer, there is much power. Where there's much power, there's much victory. Where there is some prayer, there's some power. There is some victory. Where there is little prayer, there is little power, there is little victory. Where there is no prayer, there is no power, and there is no victory. So to leave you on tonight thinking and knowing the topic that I gave you at the very beginning, there is power in prayer. I want you to know there is also victory in prayer. Feel free to join me right back here on podcast every Tuesday and Thursday evening. Glory be to God. This is yours truly, Apostle Dr. Myrtle Johnson, coming to you by way of podcast from Free in Christ International Women's Fellowship, Grace and Mercy Outreach Ministries, Kingdom Advanced Network of Apostolic Council, where our overseer and founder is Apostle Keith Johnson. We're located at 6701 Cold Harbor Road in Mechanicsville, Virginia. And worship services is every Sunday morning at 11 o'clock a.m. At Free in Christ International Women's Ministry is helping hurting women heal and become whole. We meet every Saturday, first Saturday of every month. Feel free to join us any first Saturday of the month from 1 to 3 p.m. On the first Saturday in September, we will have a guest speaker with us, Apostle Valerie Burrell. Glory be to God. And she'll become speaking to us about our identity in Christ. The time for that will be from 10 o'clock until 12 o'clock p.m. Glory to God. Join in, hashtag and share. Let others know so that they too can come on podcasts and be blessed. Until next time, God bless everyone.